Hello everyone, this is Bhavik Choksi over here and welcome to the Refresher series. Today we would be discussing the chapter of mutual funds in your CA Final SFM. This chapter is an extension of the portfolio management chapter and is important from an exam perspective. So first of all, there are two types of mutual funds broadly. There is something called as an open-ended mutual fund which is open for entry and redemption whenever the investor desires and a close-ended mutual fund which is not open uh, for uh, investment and redemption at the investor's choice. There would be specific dates on which you can subscribe and a specific redemption date when you can get your money back. In any case, you can buy or sell the close-ended mutual funds units from the market as well. What are shares in case of a company are nothing but units in case of a mutual fund and for each unit, we calculate what is called as a net asset value that is the NAV. The NAV is the price at which an open-ended mutual fund investor can redeem his units or a new investor can actually enter into the fund. The NAV is calculated as the fair value of all the investments and all the assets including cash, dividend receivable, everything less the fair value of liabilities like for example expenses payable, fund management fees payable etc divided by the number of units outstanding. NAV can change each day as well. Next we can try to calculate the return. The return in case of a mutual fund is almost always an annualized return. So an annualized return can be calculated by simple interest concepts or compound interest concepts. Most of the problems have been solved by the ICI on a simplistic basis using the simple interest concept. So for example, if the holding period for an investor is less than 12 months, it is calculated as P1 minus P0 plus the distributions upon P0 into 100 into 12 by N. So over here, P1 and P0 refer to the price at the beginning and the at the, at, and at the end of the period respectively. And M over here refers to the number of months for which the investment is held. So for example, if the investment is held for 3 months, then you will do 12 by 3. So whatever return is calculated into 12 by 3 will give you the percentage per annum return. Sometimes the holding period may be 3 years, 5 years, etc. In which case the M over here in case of a 5 year period will be 60 months. So you will do into 12 by 60 or 1 by 5 as the case may be to get the percentage per annum return on a simple interest basis. Compound interest calculation is also possible but most places ICI is done using simple interest and that is easy to solve so we will stick to that as well. Now there are two types of plans in case of dividend paying mutual funds. One is a regular income plan where dividend is declared as a percentage of face value and it is given to the unit holders and second is the dividend reinvestment plan where the dividend that is declared is implicitly reinvested into the fund. So the number of units, the number of new units on dividend reinvestment will be the total dividend amount in rupees divided by the NAV on the dividend reinvestment date. Unless given otherwise, we will assume that the plan is a regular income plan unless it is specifically given that it's a dividend reinvestment plan or we have been given information in the question which points out to the fact that you've actually purchased let's say a thousand units and after a few months uh, or a few years you have sold more than thousand units uh, and no additional information is given on new purchases in which case it implies that the new purchases would be through dividend reinvestment. There are some other types of plans as well like the growth plan where there is actually no dividend which is paid so there's no question of reinvestment as well so this plan has a steep increase in NAV or a bonus plan in which case bonus units are given 
and bonus ratio will be given in the question which is typically interpreted as a new is to old ratio there may be some detailed problems which involve the calculation of your return nav etc in case of growth bonus as well as dividend reinvestment plan there are various ways in which we can assess the performance of a mutual fund manager and three of the most common ways are the sharpe ratio that is the return of the mutual fund manager minus the risk free rate upon the standard deviation of the mutual fund manager the trainer ratio which is the return of the mutual fund manager minus the risk free rate upon the beta of the mutual fund manager and the jensen's alpha which is the return that is generated by the mutual fund manager minus the required rate of return that is ke using capm typically among the three ratios sharp ratio is considered to be the best because it considers a reward and the manager's ability to diversify as well because it takes standard deviation in the denominator so manager which is very well diversified would have a lower standard deviation as compared to a manager which is less diversified apart from that in the mutual fund chapter you also have certain plans uh, that a manager can use like a passive investment strategy where you will just buy the investments and hold a constant ratio plan where the debt and equity ratio will be maintained and in case uh, there is a change you will have to do rebalancing so for example 50 50 debt and equity or a constant proportion portfolio insurance plan where you calculate something called as a floor value something called as a cushion and based on that you will try to determine the appropriate rebalancing lastly you should also remember that in certain questions you might also have a dividend equalization dividend equalization is to be done only if it is specifically given in the question and this is charged from a new mutual fund investor in case of an open ended of plan and in case of a investor who is redeeming it is paid out to the redeeming investor the dividend equalization amount is calculated as the total profit earned till the date from the last nav calculation upon the number of units so that is the amount of income which a new investor has to contribute while entering the plan or an old investor will get at the time of exiting the plan in order to ensure a fair distribution apart from that there are two other terms uh, called called as entry load and exit load load refers to transaction cost uh, entry load is a cost that is charged at the time of entering the mutual fund exit load is a load that is charged at the end of exiting the mutual fund entry load will be added uh, in order to find the total amount payable an exit load will be deducted in order to find the total amount uh, payable back on redemption so uh, i guess uh, that largely covers the uh, basic concepts of mutual fund i hope this uh, podcast has been helpful uh, have a good day and take care bye bye i'll see you soon